Hi, Suspect listeners. Welcome back to another episode, episode 26. Thank you for tuning in today. This is kind of quick after the last episode you guys listened to, so I hope that you guys are happy with the consistency in the episodes. Today's episode is going to be a little different from episodes I've done in the past. As I mentioned, it's October, so I kind of wanted to do like a little Halloween series themed episode per se, a couple of them. So I had a really good idea that we're going to jump into, but before I let you guys know what we did for today's episode... Um, In the last podcast episode, episode 25, I talked about how I put questions under Spotify and on social media, um, just certain questions pertaining to things that were discussed in the episode, like squid games, horror movies, different things like that. So I posted those questions on my social media and on Spotify, and I got a few answers back from them, which I was super excited for. So I just kind of noted down a few of the answers that were my favorite that we can discuss. For this specifically, I'm talking about the question where I asked if you were in Squid Games and you were able to choose whatever children's game you could, what game would you choose to play? If it was a five for if it blah, blah, blah. If it was a fight for survival, you absolutely had to win this game, what would you play? I got some really cool answers, and then I'll tell you guys which one was my favorite and which one I would probably do, but these are the answers that I got. So, for games that we would play if we could in Squid Games, somebody said musical chairs, which I thought was a really cool answer. I hadn't seen that kind of anywhere, anybody discussing that, but I was always really, really good at musical chairs when I was a kid. So I imagine that this could probably be good. You would have to be kind of fast and maybe aggressive, you know, but that'd definitely be interesting to see maybe in the next season of Squid Games if they did something to that aspect. Okay, the next person says Duck, Duck, Goose, which again is just you have to be kind of fast and physical, I guess, with that if you were playing in a circumstance such as Squid Games. But um, yeah, I was always good at that as a kid too, I guess, but... I don't know. I guess you'd have to be really focused. I don't know if I would do that one. I don't know. Musical Chairs, maybe. Duck, Duck, Goose. I'm not really sure. I guess it's the same concept, so I don't... I guess it wouldn't really matter, but... Yeah, interesting. I don't know if I would do either of those now that I'm thinking about it. I just convinced myself. I just convinced myself that neither of those would probably be a good idea because I am fast, but the problem is, is like... In a situation with a bunch of people, you might not be the fastest even though you consider yourself fast, so I don't know. Yeah, no. Okay, the next one, somebody said tag, and we did see tag on the Squid Game, so if it was set up the same way as it was in the first season, I don't know if I'd be willing to do that, to have somebody shooting at me in a mask and trying to figure out which room is the safe room, and then fucking push the buttons at the same time with somebody else. I don't know. That would be maybe too much for me in a tag game I don't know there's a lot more aspects to what they showed in the show than just tag so that's one that I probably also would not want to do like I'm I'm saying all this like we would have a choice but the question is if you did have a choice so somebody said heads up seven up which is just another good one that I didn't think about I know we all probably played this every fucking day in elementary school I cheated and I cheated I'm just gonna be honest in elementary school with this game I'm sure most of us did but just looking at people's shoes and figuring out who was who so 
Yeah, I don't think that you could necessarily cheat in Heads Up 7-Up in a circumstance like Squid Games because they'd probably see you and just kill you. So don't know about that one personally. <laughs> um, the next one would be Tic-Tac-Toe. Again, this is kind of just like luck of the draw, I guess, unless you have a certain analogy to tic-tac-toe that you always win I used to when I was a kid but now I don't remember I would always win because I had like a certain way that I would place my x's or o's like whichever one I was but yeah I don't know about that sorry if you can hear that dog barking in the background so yeah I don't know about tic-tac-toe because I feel like even if you had a draw in tic-tac-toe they would still kill both of you so even if you try to set the game up to where you were both winning and nobody was necessarily losing I feel like if there's not a winner, then there's just not a winner. They would consider you both losers, you know? So, I don't know. That's another one I'm not too sure about. The last one that I really liked that somebody said was concentration. Now, I was a fucking beast at this as a kid. I was so good at it. The little card game where you have to remember, like, I mean, there's like a thousand versions of them now where you had to remember, though, like, where the matches were, per se. And I think every version... I think every version has, like, a different amount of cards or maybe, like, a different picture on the card. You can just play with, like, a regular deck of playing cards as well. So I don't really know how they would do that on the show. But I feel like that's the one that I would be the best at because I'm really good at concentrating and remembering where things are over a physical game, to say the least, I guess. <laughs> I'd rather use my brain than my body is all I'm trying to say. I just thought that these questions would be fun to ask you guys on Spotify and on social media to kind of interact with you a little bit and just, you know, see what you say. Get your favorites, get your least favorites, get your opinions on some things. So you can definitely look forward to that every week. I'm going to try to come up with something that we discussed in the episode and ask that question on social media and also underneath Spotify. So please make sure you're looking out for that because the more of you that answer, the better. We'll have more interesting answers, more things to laugh about, talk about, yada, yada. So please make sure that you're doing that. That was kind of fun. I already posted the one for the next episode up, what's your favorite horror movie. Um, I think on Spotify it's listed as what's your favorite Halloween slash horror movie. So whichever one that you're able to answer, definitely do that so that we can talk about that next episode. Thank you for all who participated in this little poll that I did. That was actually pretty fun. So, yeah, thank you. Okay, so like I mentioned, the episode for this week is going to be kind of different. I'm not just going to give you guys a case and then the details and the timeline, even though you guys know that's my favorite thing to do. I love picking through the cases with you. But I figured because it's October, we're kind of close to Halloween, it's pretty much Halloween every day for me in October, okay? I figured that we could do something a little bit different and branch off from the case. I'm still going to have the cases for you, don't get me wrong, but just do some extra episodes branching off from the case outline, I guess is the best way to put that. So what I did was I went on Reddit. Now for any of you who use Reddit, you know how easy it is to get on Reddit and just kind of spiral whether you're reading about a specific story or whether you're just reading a thread all the way through, these people on Reddit have all the fucking details. It's kind of like Tumblr back in the day, but all these people on Reddit have all the details, all the theories, all these facts to back up their theories. And I've read stories where I've walked away 
not knowing, like believing like five different things because all these people had like pretty much circumstantial evidence. So what I did was go on the threads and I searched for just a thread that was about scary stuff that happened to people personally, not any kind of story about a specific case or a specific individual, but something that had happened to them at some point in their lifetime. And the stuff I found was fucking crazy to say the least um i wrote a couple things down from reddit and i'll definitely be doing more of these so if you guys have any kind of reddit threads that you would like me to read definitely let me know and i'll find some juicy ones with some juicy comments um you know and if you guys like this maybe we'll keep doing this after october with different things but for at least the month of october it's all going to be about like scary creepy possible paranormal things so I'm excited to read you guys the stuff that I did find. Let me see here. Okay, so the Reddit thread that I am basing all of this from, and I'll read you the username before I read you each individual story, but... Okay, so the Reddit thread that I found to read to you guys is titled, What is the scary experience that you've ever had in your life? And I just was reading through these comments, and there were some that I didn't write down that were still fucking crazy, and there were some that I just thought would be good to share with you guys, but they're crazy, guys. They are crazy, to say the least. So I wrote down, I don't I don't even know how many of them, but we're just going to go ahead and read through all of them, and then we'll have a new thread for another episode. So, and if you guys have any crazy Reddit threads that you have or have seen send them to me because I would love to read through them and possibly just do an episode on one of them I feel like that'd be so cool people on reddit say some crazy stuff so why not okay so the first comment we have on this reddit thread is from zen master 4 and zen master 4 says I woke up from a nap to the sound of my girlfriend sobbing somewhere else in the house I got up to see what was wrong and determined the sound was coming from downstairs I followed the sound down the spiral staircase all the way to the finished basement. The sound was definitely coming through the little half bath at the bottom of the stairs that were rarely used. The door was closed, which it never was, and I couldn't see any light under the door, but the sound was very loud from the bottom of the stairs. It was about this time that I started to fully wake up and remember that my girlfriend had been leaving for the grocery store when I was starting my nap. I could see her parking spot from one of the basement windows. She wasn't back yet. I called her name and the sobbing instantly stopped. The bathroom was empty when I finally got the courage to check. Ooh, that's creepy. That's like some left for dead fucking vibes. Like the witch crying. I, that would freak me out if I just heard something crying or like my little sister crying and then all of a sudden I say her name and it stops. No, I'm probably the staying the night at somebody else's house that night, to be quite honest with you. I don't feel comfortable in my own surroundings at that point. I'm not, listen, I like creepy shit and I like looking into creepy shit, but I personally do not want any kind of like scary, creepy, paranormal experience. That's not something that I want to sign up for. That's not something that I'm interested in. That's not something that I'm seeking at any point in my life. And I know there are some people that do, and that's completely fine. I'm not judging you. Somebody has to do it. So tell me what you find, but I don't want to find anything. I'm fucking solid on that. I do not fucking need that at all. I promise you. 
Okay, so the next comment is from Hotizo, and Hotizo says, Before my dad died a couple years ago, one of his mantras was, You are loved. He'd say it to us all the time. At his funeral, I ended my eulogy with having the audience say, You are loved in his honor. So, it's an important phrase for me and my father's memory. Now for the freaky part. I saw a thread on Reddit where the OP was grieving, and I shared a story about my dad and a gift he'd given me, a bag of silver stones with cheesy compliments engraved on them. He'd written a note about how when he was younger and just striking out on his own, he and his buddies had talked about how nice it would be to have a compliment vending machine that would give you words of encouragement whenever you needed it. He concluded by saying, anytime you need to pick me up, pull out a stone and imagine me saying it. So I leave the comment and I immediately got a reply that said only, you are loved. I was shocked. Once my brain restarted itself, my first thought was, maybe they know me? So I checked out their comment history to see if I could figure out who they were. Turns out it was a bot. It had been programmed to randomly select one comment, read it wide every few seconds, and left that comment on a random compliment. So out of millions of possible comments, this bot randomly selected not just my comment, but the one comment where I shared a personally meaningful story about my dad and random compliments, and then it randomly selected a compliment that was super meaningful to me and my family. It honestly felt like my dad's spirit took over the Reddit bot to tell me, hey, it still gives me chills. The sheer astronomical odds of that happening the way it did astound me. Wow, that's so sweet. That almost makes me want to cry. That is pretty crazy that, I mean, there's so many users on Reddit, and out of everything that the bots could say, that they said something that his dad used to say to him. That's really sweet. That wasn't really, like, creepy in any way to me. I just kind of liked that story and thought that was sweet. So, (sighs) I'm a softie at heart, so I had to include that in there. Okay, the next one is from Mountain33R. And they say, a few years ago, I went for a jog in my quiet suburban neighborhood around dusk. I ended up making eye contact with a naked man masturbating about 20 feet off the trail. He started running towards me, so my rational response was to run into the middle of a busy road, flag down a car, jump in, and beg a complete stranger to drive me home. I called the police and later found out that the naked man was caught asking a 13-year-old girl if he could impregnate her. Ugh, that's so creepy. I honestly don't know what the fuck I would do if I was just taking a walk and I see somebody masturbating and then they just start charging at you. I would probably piss on myself. I don't know. That's fucking terrifying. That's so terrifying. I'm honestly glad that this person called the police, though, and hopefully this man was, you know, caught so that he couldn't be trying to interact with any kind of minors anymore because that's obviously creepy and disgusting so i hate when you see people doing stuff like this in public because it just creeps me out it's like how are you that comfortable i mean i mean obviously you're not in your right mindset but like like how are you i don't even like people looking at me in public let alone like i would never in my fucking life like Oh my god. Oh my gosh. The next one is from Deftunes. And Deftunes says, Me and my boyfriend lived in an apartment. We were on the third floor. The mudroom slash closet area right by the door was where we kept the cat's litter box. Now, most people can tell you that unless it's right after your cat uses the box, it doesn't smell like shit. Just usually smells like cat litter. 
clay, Febreze, whatever. So for about a week, I noticed that it smelled like shit. I tore the area and the rest of the apartment apart looking for rogue turds, but to no avail. I went to <laughs> rogue turds, rogue turds. That is so funny. I went to leave for a week-long solo trip and noticed the smell of feces was in the hall. At this point, I was like, great, someone else has the poop problem, not me, and went on my merry way. In the middle of the trip, I get a call from my boyfriend. He told me the smell in the hall was unbearable, so he called the landlord on his way out. He comes back with the food. The maintenance man had tracked the smell to an apartment below us. He asked my boyfriend to be a witness to him breaking the door down. The maintenance man breaks down the door, and there was the tenant, who had been dead for weeks, sitting on their couch. <gasps> oh my gosh. One of the worst parts is that there were other apartments close to theirs, and yet we, the floor above them, were the only ones who reported the smell weeks later. This wasn't the first time that happened in our building, but for some reason, this time really freaked me out. First off, this wasn't the first time this happened in the building. That that's a concern of mine. If this is happening pretty often where there's just a smell and oh, there's a dead body, I feel like you guys need to be doing some wellness checks more often on your residents. Are they older? Like what's what's what are the, what's the resident lifestyle like where you live? I'm a little confused, I guess would be my first question. Two, nobody reported the smell, so either they just ignored it. I mean, they clearly ignored it, but they, everybody was just assuming that it was everybody else's problem because they say, she says in the article or in her little story here, that she smelled it in the hallway and she just said, oh, great, it's somebody else, not me, and she goes on her merry way. Oh, my gosh, I could not. If I smelled something in my apartment building that smelled like fucking death or feces, no, there's absolutely no way I'm ignoring that. I am figuring out what that is with my landlord. I don't give a fuck. Like, no, we will go to every single door in this apartment building until we find out where the smell is coming from. I'm not passing that off and going on my merry way. Oh, that's terrifying, though. Her poor, her poor boyfriend. Like, he probably didn't even think anything of that. And then the dude kicks in the door and there's just a dead body chilling on the couch. Ah, yuck. That's scary. Oh, that's scary. That's creepy. This next comment is from ATX Jack, and Jack says, One night many years ago, I was in the bottom bunk, little brother on the top bunk. He was about nine years old at the time, and I was about 16, playing with my cell phone. It was already pretty late, and I could hear my little brother playing with toys in the closet and giggling. I thought that he possibly had wanted to scare me since the room in the closet didn't have any lights on and I would generally charge my phone by the outlet next to the closet. He would always try to get me back for scaring him. After a couple minutes, I got up and turned on the closet light and in the middle of saying, dude, go to sleep, I realized there's no one in the closet. In shock, I'm staring blankly into the closet. Then turn and look at the top bunk and I see my brother laying down sleeping. I could not understand what the fuck was going on, ran to my parents' room, and they told me I was an idiot just to go back to bed. I couldn't sleep that night. I was just waiting for the giggling and shuffling in the closet. Creepiest thing, several things happened to me in our previous house. Oh my god, that's scary. The laughing and the crying thing. See, the laughing and the crying in the room that I'm not in, I cannot deal with that. That's creepy. My problem with this is that 
why don't parents believe their kids when they say shit that they see weird shit or they talk to somebody that I would never disbelieve my kids. She was like, oh, yeah, I was talking to blah, blah, blah and all this. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I would believe my kid, especially he said he was 16 at the time. I don't think a 16 year old is just going to make something like that up. That's crazy. That's so creepy. Ugh. I bet he never went in that closet again. <laughs> that closet was off limits. <laughs> the next one is from Bison Potter. Bison Potter says, It probably wouldn't be too scary now, but a few years ago, I was in a hotel room. The room was actually two separate rooms. My parents were in one while my siblings and I were in the other. So, oh, so like the conjoining rooms, I assume. In the middle of the night, I hear the bathroom door handle moving, so I look over to the door and I can't see anyone. I shrug it off and I try to go back to sleep. A few seconds later, I hear light footsteps coming towards me, but I'm almost asleep, so I ignore them. <laughs> what? I would sit right the fuck up in my bed. No, I try to ignore them. Ignore the mysterious footsteps. No, sir. No, sir. That's how you die. That is how you die in a real life circumstance for anybody listening. <laughs> Just before I drift back to sleep, I feel an ice-cold hand touch my neck. I sat up quickly out of panic to see what had touched me. As I turn, I hear a young child's voice saying, It won't open. It was my sister, who was about four or five at the time. She needed to go to the toilet but couldn't open the door, so I had to get up and open it for her. The worst part, when she came out, she got into my bed, so I had to sleep on the floor that night. This is where kids get punched, and I'm not mad to say it. This is where kids deserve to get punched. Like, this is so creepy. I have little siblings, and I, if, I'm telling you, if I was at my dad's house right now and my little brother did some creepy shit like this and, like, didn't at least, like, say my name or, like, shake me, just, like, weirdly touch me and said something, no. He's going to fly across the room. <laughs> He's going to fly across the room like Peter Pan. Oh, my God. I love children, but I'm just being honest. Do not wake me up from a dead sleep with that shit. <laughs> okay, this person is Malicious Levi. Levi says, I was walking down a path in the forest after getting tired of mountain biking when I look up and I see someone farther up the path. This was a long straight path and I wonder how I didn't see them before, but I don't really care because my legs hurt like a bitch and I can hardly breathe. Understanding, Levi. I keep walking, but the figure then stops and turns around. I'm feeling uneasy because the first thing that pops into my mind is that he may have other friends walking behind me or something, but instead, he just lifts his arms and starts waving wildly while tilting his head from side to side for a full minute. My heart is pounding, and I consider throwing my bike and running in the opposite direction just to get away from this creep. Then he stops turns 90 degrees to the right, and walks off the path and into the woods. This is where I stop worrying about kidnapping and start shitting my pants. This path was in a rainforest, and walking off the path is a good way to get yourself lost and never found again afterwards. I would have noped the fuck out of there, but it was a straight path, and I had to keep going just to get back to the road. So I got on my bike, and I pedaled like the little devil was on my trail. Just as I passed by the point where the figure had entered the forest, this rank stench sticks to the inside of my throat. It was so bad, I nearly crashed, but fixed it right away at the last second and didn't stop until the bottom of the path. 
and I kept going on the road to where I had parked my car. I never went back there. I sold my mountain bike, and I bought a racing bike a few months later. I don't know whether it was just some village idiot or whatever, but fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. Honestly, I don't know. It could have been obviously a crazy villager as they worded or maybe it was like a spirit like trying to tell them where like their body was located you know because that's right where he was and then the stench was right there and you didn't see any kind of trace of a person being there when you saw him so maybe it was like a spirit trying to guide you to like where their body was or trying to warn you not to go in that area I don't know that's crazy Mm. I don't know what I would do if I saw somebody, like, waving their arms and tilting their heads side to side, though. I'd be like, what in the fuck is going on? I wouldn't stare at them for a full minute, I'll tell you that. He says you watch him for a full minute. No siree. I'd watch him for about seven seconds and turn my ass the other fucking way. I don't give a fuck if I need to go that way to get to the road. I'm about to find the road from this way instead. (laughs) Nope. I would have noped the fuck out of there. They said that in here, and that is how I feel. Okay, this person is rhetoric ETC. And they say, not the creepiest, but it's quick. Freshman year of college, my friend met a photographer who took some beautiful portraits of her. So I meet him for coffee to discuss working with him, and he offers to show me his studio. Once we're there, he repeatedly tries to corner me and convince me to demonstrate my trust by letting him duct tape my wrist together. I noped the fuck out of there real quick. (laughs) Yes, ma'am, I would have too. I love this phrase, noped the fuck out of there. That's funny. Yeah, I know. You also just don't meet, like, I'm sorry, guys, but you don't meet with random men. I don't care if they say that they're photographers. I don't care if they say have they, I don't care if they say they have a camera. You don't meet with random men to take pictures of you. That's just, that's a big no. A big fucking no. You need, like, a portfolio, references, treat this like you're fucking hiring them to take pictures of you. So it's not just some random shit. Don't. That's creepy. There's been so many cases where stuff has gone wrong where like young girls have met with men to take pictures of them and they're just like young and these men just kill them or rape them. Don't. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay, this next one is from Ain Zar and they say... During a summer semester at university, I woke up early one morning to get ready to help with an orientation visit. I had fetched my hygiene bag and I was walking down to the dorm's bathroom showers when I noticed that the bathroom door was left wide open. I peek in and find all four showers running at once, emitting a thick, humid cloud that made it hard to see through. There were only about 12 of us left in the dorm and it made it easy to get used to one another's routines, so I knew that I was the only one who should be in here showering at 6.10am, much less with all the showers on full blast. I called inside to see who was in there, only the sound of spraying water answered back. I mumbled to myself that I didn't have time for this as I sleepily shuffled one, two, three steps into the sweltering fog when I saw something that woke me right up. There on the floor was a red footprint. Two bloody red footprints. Three, no, four, freshly wet, bloody red footprints. Peering through the tropical mist, I could make out a trail of crimson foot stomps leading from a shower to where I was standing staining the tile floor past the sinks and towards the wall with the window which had been forced open 
I didn't stick her around for a second look, since as the black eye, I knew I'd die first. I dropped my bags as I hightailed it back to my room, slammed and bolted the door, and called the front desk. An RA was down there in minutes, shortly followed by a cop. Yes, the footprints were from blood, but they couldn't find a blood trail leading to the shower, only leaving, or anything sharp in the bathroom that would have accidentally caused such bleeding. Likelihood was that the person had cut themselves with something they brought in the shower stall, and all the other residents on the floor were accounted for, with the soles of their feet in good condition as well. And since we all had electronic access to the dorm, none of us needed to go through the window. The only thing that they could reason was that whoever had sneaked in must have heard me coming down the hallway, missing their crazy escape by seconds." Yeah, that's creepy. That something like this like kind of happened to me when I was a kid. I woke up. I used to like love sleeping in my parents' room when I was a kid. I was just terrified of everything. And so, my parents started making me sleep in my room one night and I woke up in the middle of the night. I was probably like 8 and I get up to go to my parents' room because I thought I had heard something and I was like, "Okay, it might have just been a dream, whatever. Get up to go to my parents' room." And on the way to my parents' room, we had like a little back porch area, which is like where our washer and like dryer and kind of stuff was. And I had to walk past that back door to get to my parents' room. And there was a fucking bloody footprint right in front of it. And I saw it and I just bolted to my parents' room, like past the back door. Because in my eight-year-old brain, which honestly was kind of fucking smart, <laughs> the murderer was on the back porch. So I had to get to my parents' room and I did. And I ended up being like, I think my mom cut herself on something like in the front yard. I don't really know. But yeah, something similar, but that's crazy. I would not want that. Oh, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Bloody footprints. Nope. It's a no from me. Okay, this one is from Broken Record. The town I live in has an abandoned hotel from the 1920s that is supposedly haunted and does ghost tours. I went one weekend with a group of friends and about halfway through the tour, while we were in one of the hotel rooms, my stomach began to cramp up badly, but I didn't say anything at the time. About a minute later, the tour guide shares that the former patron of the room performed illegal abortions there and was murdered by the boyfriend of one of the girls that he had operated on. Yikes. The guide went on to share that women on past tours had reported stabbing stomach pains when in that room. It freaked me the hell out. Yeah, that would freak me out too. Especially to have something just like so intense, like random. Like you know there's like a presence of so, some sort in that room for that kind of pain just to like take over you randomly, like out of nowhere type thing, you know? Unless something's like seriously wrong, but no. Definitely a presence. It's crazy. Okay, guys, this is going to be the last one for this Reddit Horror Story episode. I hope that you're enjoying it so far. So the last one is from The Always Classy. And Classy says, Years ago, my buddy and I were working in a plastics factory way out in the middle of nowhere. We were working overtime one night when our line fucks up, so they decide to send us home because we would have just been sitting on our asses getting paid overtime to do nothing. Now, this place was way out in the country, and it was kind of creepy at night. Just a medium-sized factory surrounded by acres and acres of fields. So we're headed down the drive, which leads to the main road, which was just a small two-lane road, which only the factory employees ever seemed to use. 
We get to the stop sign and we start to slow down when seemingly from right behind us in the back seat, we hear a woman scream. I slammed on my brakes and checked the back seat. Nothing there. We both jump out of the car and check all around, fearing that we had ran someone over. It was like 3 a.m. and there were no lights to see anything except the headlights on my car. We looked everywhere. There was simply no one else around. We both kept asking each other, are you sure it was a scream? Maybe it was the brakes or maybe the shocks. We kept trying to rationalize what else it could have been, but it was so piercing and prolonged that I still can't think of anything else it could have been. We told some people at work about it the next time we came in, and everyone thought we were crazy, except for one old-timer who said something very similar had happened to him years before, but he never told anyone because he just thought he was going crazy. I didn't stay there long after that. That was the first and the last time I'd felt my blood run cold. Yeah, um... I'm just going to be honest, if that happened to me while I was driving, I'd probably wreck my fucking car. (laughs) Like, this person rationally was able to slam on their brakes. That would freak me out. I'd probably wreck my car. I'd be like, what the actual fuck? I always get in my car. I'm so paranoid. This is already something that makes me, like, paranoid is when I get in my car, I always check in my back seat first because I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just have, like, this. I just need to check. Just need to check to make myself feel better. It's like checking under your bed for monsters. I check in my back seat for monsters. So, yeah, this definitely would have made me wreck my car because I would have already fucking checked and then I would have heard this and I would have nope. I would have noped the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, these are crazy, bro. These are so crazy. I hope that you guys enjoyed those. I'm definitely going to look at some other threads and see maybe what we can talk about for the month of Halloween guys have any recommendations again please send those to me at suspect podcast on instagram you can also email me um, at suspect podcast one at gmail.com on the instagram i post about every episode that i do so you can stay up to date with what's going on here and send me any kind of crazy stories you have to the email or to the instagram for that matter either way connect with me on whichever one is more convenient for you please make sure to check out the question in today's episode and the questions from the previous week episodes just let me know what you guys are thinking what's your opinion what's your favorite scary movie what children's game would you play let me know more about you guys want to connect with you guys more and kind of just you know talk about random shit other than crime so thank you all for listening to this episode you can expect a case in the next episode and then probably the one after that we'll do another reddit thread so in two episodes we'll have another reddit thread stay tuned for that hope i hope everybody enjoys their week and please stay tuned for the next suspect october episode Thank you for listening.